Hello, 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 hello. It is I, your creative director and traffic controller here for the Wonderground Media Network, Mbabo, and I am introducing you guys to a new series of interviews that I'm doing. You may be wondering, like I said, what's kind of going on, but this is kind of, kind of a thing I've been doing for a while. Um, you guys may have been able to check it out um, from a past episodes that i've done um on babo's block but i am bringing it to its own fruition and i'm very excited to kick it off with the person that i have here today so welcome to creators in color creators in color is an interview series where i sit down with some of the most um surprising and up-and-coming voices in the podcasting media content and nerd geek community man i will be having a lot of people who i consider friends on this show because i know a lot of dope people and you guys should know them too so we firstly have um a amazing podcaster that go by the name of mr Botter milligan Botter is a podcaster for og like he's been doing it for a while he'll get into it in his interviews um and i definitely want you guys to sit back relax and just enjoy the conversation between us man you guys get to learn a lot about Botter, his um work his his influence on the podcasting community here in jacksonville florida and also things that he's getting ready to do so yeah again this is creators in color mr Botter milligan they always say the new normal is uh so crazy yeah i guess i'm still nostalgic for the old normal but you know <laughs> i'm sure i'll adapt and move on ah, yeah i know for sure like when everything like main thing i miss is movies that's really my my like i know i need that in my life sooner or later and it's cool that you bring that up because i was watching um i was watching like this mcu um documentary on uh oh Disney legends Plus. No, 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 not. Le- Here's the thing: there's so many of them. It's, it they really all look, is. It's like six one six legends, but I forget the name of this one. It was like a forty minute dedicated doc to like the history of the MCU. It might have been the history of the MCU, probably. But um, they were so they were like recapping the whole entire MCU and like certain movies. And I think when they got to Avengers, I was like trying to think of like what it felt like watching that movie in theaters. Yeah. And then I felt like in that moment, I was like, damn. I kind of like it. Really dawned like, damn, I haven't been to a like a, a movie, movie theater in a minute. And I just seen the uh, little promo they cut for um, Spider Man. Um, no way home. No way home. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. And it said, you know, only in theaters come Christmas. That yeah, that so still kinda, blows my mind. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Like, yeah, all right, like, all right. Like, y'all, like, y'all kind of confident. <laughs> yeah. all right? Like, what you know that I don't know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, uh, it's just like. I'm excited to get back into a theater, but I'm so impressed with what the hell everyone's doing right now. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun to be, be watch living in this time and watching all these uh, like traditional media pivot. Uh-huh. You know, and I think a lot of things becoming more um, uh, con- uh, whatever consumer focused. And the the ease of like access, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cause like, like it's like, well, well, yeah, hell yeah. Why, why can't I fucking access this movie <laughs> the day of from my couch? Why Correct. must I go to the, the theater? Movie, yeah, you know. So it's kind of cool to see like these old like norms mm-hmm. that we kind of never like thought like, why can't that be digital? Yeah. Kind of adapt, you know. Hopefully that um, comes around to not only movies but just a lot of like other media and things like that comes like 
because like you get that now with music and everything like it's just a revolution that need to be had with certain things like comics or like literature or something like that like you yeah. need that like you need that access to where like because i still i love paperback comics i love oh, for like sure. for yeah sure. it's, it's uh, how would you call it floppies what did you yeah, guys say floppy. yeah, floppy. <laughs> um yeah so i love reading a comic but like i should be able to like I have the DC Infinity app, uh-huh. and I have Marvel Unlimited, yep. but there's certain comics that I still can't read. And that, you know, that's why I ended up um, finally, uh, um, finally getting Comicsology. Yeah, okay. I feel like I made the trifecta. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the Holy Trinity. Yeah, of it's comics. like it's like your Infinity yeah. comic. But even still, there's not everything on there, and I and I know what you mm-hmm. mean. Where it's like, man. Don't make me go through nefarious ways. You Correct. Know, like, I, I want to. I give want you my to money. Contribute. I want to contribute. I want to be legal. This is no longer <laughs> um, what was it? Pirates Bay. Or <laughs> oh man, PiratesBay.org. Yeah, <laughs> man. But yeah, like like there's like how everyone's really excited that milestone. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's relaunching and they're slowly uh, rolling out like the old back issues. Yeah. For access. Yeah. It's like there was there's no reason why that had to have been so um difficult to get you know exactly just reprint the stuff yeah because like there is a demand i promise you yeah because like none of the future state stuff that i want to read is on dc infinite and there's literally one comic that i want to read right now it's marvel voices legacy not on marvel unlimited hmm i know exactly what you're talking about like yeah, it's yeah. So, so crazy but yeah but again like hopefully things like that will be just a, a hurdle that we can get over but yeah yeah so, um, I think we've kind of warmed up now. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling All right, good. cool, cool, cool. All right, so yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get on into this. So, what is good? It's me, your friend, the neighborhood nerd, the Bobo, and welcome back to Creators in Color. Today, I'm introducing you to another one of my dope friends, and you guys already know this is someone you need to keep your eye on because they're about to skyrocket. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't know, man. You're way too kind. That's, <laughs> that's a great compliment. Thank you. Yeah. So I have my homie, my friend, the 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 the, the patriarch of the short box nation, Bader Milligan. Um, Bader, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Yo, damn, patriarch or the short box? I need. I probably use that. This yeah, time. I know. <laughs> the patriarch <laughs> of the, the short box. The patriarch of the short box. <laughs> oh no, Ashley's gonna be like, down with the patriarch. <laughs> Yeah, the baroness would get me. Yes. Uh, no, nah, thank you for the introduction, man. Uh, f- for those of you not familiar of the Short Box or, or who I am, my name is Bader Milligan. Uh, I am the host of the Short Box podcast, um, uh, a comic book and pop culture podcast based out of um, here in Jacksonville, Florida, man. And I like to think of myself as a semi-pro talker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you're a professional, man. I, I think you think you got it. You've been doing it long enough. Yeah, I, yeah. I've experienced like was the um, the threshold. Yeah, and yeah. I think I've definitely hit it. You know. Yeah. All right. So, Bader, um, like I said, here in Creative Color, I just introduced. A lot of my dope friends, because you guys are amazing, and I feel like other people should should know you. So um, we sit down, just like I said, kind of talk a little casual, whatever. Nothing too, nothing too like personal. I'm not gonna ask you like what underwear you got on or nothing like that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me on my little David Letterman type thing. But yeah, I just want to um, pick your brain a little bit and kind of get where your head is at, and also get where like where things are going for you. So. Um, Firstly, you said that you do run a comic book and geek culture podcast, and and just as in every comic book, there's an origin story. How did all of this come about? Like, how did this start? How did you get into podcasting? Like all the stuff that you do so well, man. Um, so really, I mean, I guess the short answer is just a lot of trial and tribulation and, and obsession. You know, yeah. a very insane uh, sense of OCD for you know this passion <laughs> hobby, but the 
I'll kind of give you like the semi short long story. Uh, the short box came about. Uh, it was founded by myself and then my two, you know, you know, more more than best friends, like yeah, brothers, brothers. Um, you know, Andrew Torres and Walter Gant. Um, I knew Andrew since like. I graduated high school. We were working at Target together. Oh, man. And um, we bonded because our love of, like, comic books, you know? So we were always just – we'd always, like, try to pick a shift or, a, um, you know, a job duty or something that would, like, just get us together so we could just nerd out about comics for the whole shift. So, you know, starting with that, we eventually managed to, like, land some, like – you know, convinced the, the good people at uh, what was then Universe of Superheroes ah, to yes. let us, like, work part-time for, like, comics, you know? Like, ah. we ended up befriending <laughs> James and eventually Tim, and they needed some help around the shop, and we were, like, you know, so dumbstruck and, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, stars in our eyes, like, what, we get to work at a comic shop? Yeah, yeah man. You don't even got to pay dream. us. The dream. Just give us credit, you know? So <laughs> it was, like, a win-win. But me and Drew ended up working at Universe of Superheroes, and... We were just, like, meeting a lot of really cool people in Jack's, uh, comic book collectors, and just, like, having the time of our lives. And we eventually befriended one of the customers that was there. His name was Walter Gant. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was a transplant at the time from, like, Denver or something. He, he was just, like, he had just moved to Jack's a couple years ago. Um, but we all bonded because we loved, <laughs> we had a shared interest in comic books, uh, uh, hip-hop, and movies. So uh -huh. if, if all three of us were at the shop... We'd be there until closing and well after, just, just chatting, it up. chatting it up. And granted, this was probably like 2009, 10, mm -hmm. 11 kind mm -hmm. of range. So we didn't really know. One, we didn't know what a podcast was until much <laughs> later. Um, I don't think the scene was very. No, no, it no. Was, especially it was not a here shadow of what it was, yeah. you know, especially here in Jacksonville. Well yeah. But um, around like 2011, Walt uh, joined, like he, he was in this podcast called The Side Hustle. And it was like this. Uh, comical uh, uh, it was a, like a comedy podcast about four friends just talking about life and work um, here in Jack's and we loved it like we would mm -hmm. tune in and um, you know because Walt was on it yeah, yeah well eventually the guy who ran that podcast had offered Walt like hey if you want to I think they were thinking about trying to do a network which yeah, looking back is kind of interesting because I, like I said no one knew what a podcast was. You yeah. Know? So for for the listeners right now, when me and Botter first started podcasting, Botter was way before me. But when we started podcasting, podcasting was still that weird thing that like <laughs> that like dudes in um their their basements or their attics were doing, and they were just like, oh, I'm here to rant about this and that and the third. Yes. But like, yeah, like it's it wasn't like cool as it is now. Not at all. Like, Not at all. <laughs> um. So, you know, Walt got the opportunity to do his own podcast, mm -hmm. and he went to us, was like, yo, I got this opportunity, y'all love the, the show, I think we can make one about comic books. And we started, um, I think, like, uh, late 2000, uh, yeah, 2012, we just started recording, we started a batch recording, and we didn't release our first episode until, like, 2013, like, January, February, because we were uh -huh. waiting on, like... A website because you like yeah, you needed yeah. a website you needed, you needed some RSS place to host it exactly and like it was so exactly. difficult and so there difficult. wasn't there wasn't a buzzsprout or any oh, of these yeah, podcast yeah. hosts so we had to wait for this guy to like build a site and then <laughs> upload our episodes and then you know then then we started just promoting it and promoting it. and then you know and now here's a short version eventually walt and drew you know work and life just took them away yeah, yeah. from jack happens so they left and it was you know i just started inviting other creators I met mm -hmm. through the shop, friends, you know, that I knew would make good. And, you know, from, I think, what, 2014 till now, it's just been a rotating cast of friends. But mm -hmm. uh, back in 2018, 17, we landed on, you know, 
the cast that is the short yeah, the box crew. today. Myself, Cesar Cordero, Edmund Danzar, and Ashley Laney Hoy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Andrew Torres. You know, he ended yeah, up yeah. coming back. Yeah, he does. Later. Yeah, I'm happy he's back as well. For sure. Um, but, yeah, like, it's so crazy because, like you said, um, the short box has evolved. That's the biggest thing that I can say. Like, it's evolved from where it was to kind of sort of like this – <laughs> I won't, I don't. All right. So there's an ongoing <laughs> joke in the short box that Bada's head is very big about when it comes to the short box, like show, but like it's involved into a juggernaut of sorts in this area. Like it, it is one of the OGs, and we we all take for granted. Like okay, these are the people who are like oh big time or whatever. But like we have to sit and give flowers to the people who have been out here grinding. And going like week in, week out, day in, day out. Like the short box has been a, a constant thing here in Jacks for, like I said, for quite some while. Like, and and I honestly discovered the short box when I came back from college. Hmm. Came back from college, and I was like, just trying to go like, what was it? I think I was going to either the um, comic book shop or it was a con or something. I came to, and then I just saw like somebody talking about like these this like show and i was like what are you guys talking? He was like oh you short box you never heard of short box i was like no so then they sent me a link and i was like okay i like this and then like i actually started getting to know you guys and it's just so crazy how like we all became like we all actually became friends in real life i've never heard of this story so this is real cool to, to experience <laughs> but I, i'm just curious like what 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 year was it like roughly? so this was i came back around like 2004 Fourteen ish, like two thousand. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like when, like that was super early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn. I, I'm sorry. I know you've had to go through some shit. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, like I was, I was still on and off, or whatever, myself, or whatever, because I started my podcast around like 2014, 2015, because I literally just came back from Alabama and stuff like that, and I was kind of like trying to figure out like things to get into back in Jacksonville, and like the nerd and geek community, I was kind of unfamiliar with, but like getting in, listening to you guys. Like I said, just the show was like ever evolving. So like I feel like I was able to see the growth. And I was super happy about being in like like a hipster is tied they like on the ground floor. Like now, um we'll get into it a little bit later, but like when they hit their milestone and I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Y'all That's don't know really nothing. Cool. That's real cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's just like it's dope to see people that I know like really out here like doing it. Like really just being themselves genuinely and yeah man like i I really enjoy that so there's one thing that the short box does that i love so much and it's called champion season yeah yeah last segment of the show yeah yeah, yeah. and i i know like i said it's it's been a thing that's kind of been developing how did champion season come about like what what because you know explain it to the people and then tell them how it came about so so champion season season i'm sorry is the segment on the show it's usually the last segment of the show but it's essentially like our recommendation time. So we go around, you know, the, the room, and every everyone on the mic gets a chance to like share some recommendations that they feel. Man, this was really dope. I really like this. I want more people to hear about it. Check it out. So you know, it's us sharing something that we're passionate about, that we've experienced or watched or read or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. So it's like uh, just recommending worthwhile entertainment that mm-hmm. that's resonated with us that we want to share with um, our listeners. And the way it came about, man, <laughs> was uh, I, I, w- I will admit this. I don't think I've ever said this on a show or anything, but 
I sometimes regret the naming of Champion Season. Oh, why? Because it, Champion Season, it should have been like Champion Segment, you know? Uh-huh, champion Season, you're like, a season of what? <laughs> what, <laughs> lo- what is that? It don't, it don't make sense, but it's one of those things that we just ran with. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's integral. It's, it's, it's in the DNA of the show. So I, you know, I, I love it for what it is. But if I remember right, it was much like the name of the show. It just was like something spontaneous. Like, yeah, um, yeah. What, it might have been – it definitely was, like, first or second episode. But I think maybe Walt had said, like, yeah, man, it's, it's champion season. You know, uh, one of us yeah, said yeah. champion and the word season came out. And then we were like, all right, we'll run with it. <laughs> I wish one of us would have been like, champion segment, you know, <laughs> or something. But, yeah, I think it's kind of representative, representative of, like, that's kind of like how we've always – you know, we always just shot from the hip, you know. Yeah, In yeah. the early days, it was Freestyle. just like – you know, it was just like we didn't know what, how to structure a show or – Oh, man. You know, we didn't yes. have really much to go off of. And all the podcasts that we were listening to, like, or at least I was, you know, like Fat Man on Batman, Juan uh-huh. Epstein, and Side Hustle, it was just a bunch of people conversing. So, you know, we weren't thinking like that. You know, now we do. Now we've got, like, structure and segments. But we still, at the heart of it, it's still a bunch of friends, you know, shooting the shit and having a good time. Yeah, man. That, that's really, that's really, a, it's really a pivotal part about the podcast. And honestly, just podcasting in general is like, you have to be comfortable. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so scared to get on the podcast. I'm like, it's just you and me talking. Yeah, it's really just me, you, and some mics. Nobody's either in the room or it's like whoever we bring over. Like it's such a a kind of like it's one of my bonfire type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my favorite. Um, and well said. It's one of my favorite things about podcasting because, and actually, I have on my like to do list is um try to count how many interviews I've done because I see oh, like man, other hosts yeah. and podcasts like yeah I've done. You know, 100, 200, 500. And I've always been like, well, I wonder how many I've done. You know, uh-huh. I've run the show for eight years. I've had plenty of interviews. Um, but it's one of my favorite things about the podcast, being able to, to meet people and interview them. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, if it's someone new, especially in the early years where, once again, podcasting was just kind of getting big, people were still like, uh, I'm talking in front of a mic to who? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd have guests come through, and that was always their thing. Like, um, you know, uh, you know, pardon me if I'm nervous. I've never done this. And it's always like, it's just a mic. Yeah, it's just but a mic. But I love watching the transformation. You know, the, the, the first five minutes, they're very silent, reserved, mm-hmm. kind of like trying to be methodical about it. By the, you know, 20-minute mark, 30-minute mark, once you really, like, kind of loosen them up, it's really cool to see the energy, like, change. Yeah. And one of my favorite compliments is always by the end of it when they've had a good time and they ask. My favorite thing is, man. If you ever need another host or if you ever need someone to come on, yeah. let me know. I, I want to do this you, again. I, I love that you, compliment. Or that, when I that tell you app. guys, I've hit Botter up so many times in his DM like, hey, I want to come talk about this. Or, hey, did you read this? I, what, what was it? Teenage Mutant Turtles versus Power Rangers or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, I want to come talk about how dope this is. And you were like, definitely. <laughs> but no, like, it's just so, it's so amazing that you said like, oh, I wonder how many interviews I've done. That's kind of the reason why I started this this series, um, Creators in Color, because like it's not like to keep track of my interviews, but like I've noticed that like when I interview someone, I always invite them into like the family of mm-hmm. the, of the show, or whatever. But like I look back now and I see where they are, because like um, I don't know if you've 
so his name is Ant Piper. He is the creative of Trill League, and he has like an actual show coming out um, through Paramount Plus. Or I think it was going to be Quibi first, but he got some things going on. Fifty Cent's backed it, Paramount's hmm. backed it, or whatever. He's turned his his little thing that we were like trending on the internet into an entire like Boondocks type show. Oh, that's cool. And like I remember when he was just literally making mixtapes mixtape covers and stuff like that and then we were we saw him do a trill robin um or we called it trill robin and it started because he just wanted to see a black boy as robin and it spiraled or kind of like bloomed into what it is now and i look back and i'm like damn i still have that interview in my hard drive when i was he was literally like he even thanked me like you're the first person to sit down and interview me on a podcast and i take pride in that that's really cool yeah, and I'm like, sure. damn, I take pride in that. So, like, you never know. Like, you never you know. You never know. Who's going to be that person. Yeah, you know, and that's why, day. like, I have to, I always tell people, I have to get in on a ground room floor with you guys. Because, like, I can see the dopeness in you. I just want the rest of the world to see. And, like, oh, man, that's really and, man, like, that's, I, that's <laughs> and, like, I, I know that you may not be, like, having these plans for world domination but i want your voice like everywhere <laughs> i want you like i want you to be like ryan seacrest like i want you hosting <laughs> every damn thing because like you're you're so, you're such a natural at it dog and like you're just so charismatic and it's just like and i always say this a lot a lot of my hosts like you're very captivating like even if it wasn't like the crew that it was i could just sit and listen to you or listen to Cesar or listen to like just talk about podcasts or talk about comic books by themselves it's just something about the chemistry that you guys all have and how it comes together and just kind of like makes this fantastic four type type deal man like it's just amazing so like I said it a little bit earlier but you guys recently celebrated a dope milestone of 300 episodes yeah yeah for sure and I can't it was in like it was October I was looking back at like the episode or something I'm like man not only has time gone by really quick, it's but it seems like forever ago, but also de- right there. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's because it just took so much time. I put so much time into mm-hmm. all the editing and stuff. It feels like it took a bigger part of my life, but it was just a, like, I think yeah, it, was just, it feels sometimes like another episode. It's like, damn, I already kept on moving. You yeah, know? yeah, and it feels like you you're gonna look back at it one day. Trust me, I know you are because like we all still like kind of in the short box nation. Still go back to it, and like I know I go back to it, like because I try to listen to um, a, a, a number of people that I know or whatever during like work and stuff. But like I like honing in on particular episodes, and three hundred was such a good one, especially even two ninety nine. Going back to like like just the throwbacks that you oh, guys man. did, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just so dope to see again like the evolution of everything. And I know for sure, like you, you kind of explain like how did it all. How did it feel to make it there finally to 300? And also, where do you want to go next? Or what next milestone are you guys shooting for? You know, I I think that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm, I'm asking myself a lot, like, what is the next thing for Shortbox? And, you know, I had a conversation with C a couple weeks ago about, like, what we're going to do next and, and stuff like that. Um, I feel like we've kind of honed, you know, who we are. I think we've got, like, yeah, a solid yeah. show. I think now it's starting to think you know you, you brought out world domination but <laughs> it's starting to think like that next layer if if we spent all this time trying like honing and mastering our craft here in jacks and getting this mm-hmm. local support and love then what's that next ring in that next two or three rings outside of it and yeah. it would be like you know getting to that national 
recognition and uh, scale. Because, you know, to your point, man, and not to boast, but I, I feel like we have a very unique comic book podcast oh, I, yeah. I i've listened to quite a few to you know one to like kind of yeah. be aware of yeah, what scope out exactly <laughs> like and not not like you know on some devious like competition but, yeah, also, yeah, but yeah. a sense of that but also like camaraderie like who else is out here what's their voices mm-hmm. and i think you know it's it's i i say this uh if i come off like a like i'm patting myself in the back well you know yeah, that's pat, my pat. brand on the short <laughs> box so it is pat, pat. but i feel like we have a unique show we have a unique voice we approach comics in a way that is entertainable or entertaining sorry to the diehards and the novices like some of yeah. my favorite compliments throughout the years has been yo i checked out your show i don't know shit about comics <laughs> but god damn it sounds like you guys have so much fun i just kind of follow along yeah it, you know and, and and to me like you know how it is like Prior to this MCU stuff, like, really being this big, you know, it was hard as hell to convince someone that, (sighs) no, like, you can get into comics. Comic books aren't something that's, like, should be scary or you can't possibly get into it. It's like making them eat Brussels sprouts. (laughs) It's like, it's such a hard sell. (laughs) But once they put that Brussels sprout in their mouth, they're like, damn, this is good. So, (laughs) So when we got, you know, thinking about all those compliments we've gotten, like, I don't really mess with comics, but you're, there's something about your show that mm-hmm. is entertaining. You know, I, I think about that. Like, yeah, we should we should try to see if we're entertaining to, you know, the world. Let's give yeah. it a shot. So to the short answer is, yeah, it's probably going to be like trying to get on that national scale. But are you asked, <laughs> real quick, you asked where we're going and then how did it feel to get to 300? Yeah, yeah how did it feel oh, to get sorry. to 300? To get to 300 was like... One, I was like, we should have been gotten here. <laughs> if I was to count all the bonus episodes and all yeah, the episodes yeah, you I been up there. on, I think we would have surpassed it. But to to get the 300 at the scale we were using was super rewarding, man. Like, I, yeah, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, it's, it's 300 episodes. But I had to take a step back, and I was like, yo, that's three, even not counting the bonus stuff, the oh, live yeah. shows. That's 300 episodes. And if I was to say, you know, it – um. Uh, all those were released uh, a week at a, you know yeah we got on, time, on yeah. a week then yeah well, how 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 much is that you know fifty two weeks in a year uh-huh. you know I'll, I'll let you do the math I think it comes out close to like four or five years yeah. four or five years of straight, straight releases grinding. like I can't think of any other hobby or 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 practice or a sequence of events that I am dedicate that dedicated yeah. to and honestly if like because um always take it to television because my brain yeah if you were to go into syndication like you could be played around the clock nonstop for sure and so, yeah they would they would literally have so much time to fill before you even play a rerun for sure yeah so it's you know and and for me you know I. You know, and I got mushy with it. I was like, man, that is documented um, That is documented change. Like, yeah. if I was listening to episode 10 and then 275, that's not going to be the same me. Oh, no. That's not going to be the oh, same no. show or friends. So it, it was it was like a really cool moment of, of, of appreciation of hard work. Like, for once, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm proud of you, B. You know, like, I, I wasn't looking at it like... What's next? You could have done better. Like, this has got to improve. You got to seek this out. It was a moment of, like, you know what? You can go ahead and pat yourself on the back, and you ain't got to feel bad about it, man. Like, 300 is impressive. Not at all, man. (sighs) Yeah, it's it's so dope to see things like that, like, kind of, like I said, play out in real time. And I I hope you guys, again, will give all the shameless plugs and stuff at the end, and we'll probably even let them champion some stuff or whatever. Um, And... You guys check out Shortbox. Um, I, I'm not done yet. Like, I'm just get the just 
gushing on my friend over here. Like, it's just real dope, man. I, I truly, truly appreciate him coming out and just, like, sharing his amazingness with you guys. So, yeah. Next thing is you talked about camaraderie and just kind of like that 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 community. Um, next two topics or so is going to be about that. So the first one, you did something that that honestly has been very needed in Jacksonville. Um, I know it wasn't just you alone, but like again, like you're kind of the face of it. So we have a group called Jack's Podcasters Unite, and Botter and a group of people like said um, I, I don't know who all is particularly like involved. He would probably tell us about it. So. Um, he's brought together the Jack's podcasting community. Honestly, it's not even it's not even the full community, but it's it's, just, it's grown so strong, and it's given a place for for people who are just breaking into podcast here in Jacksonville, or people who just kind of need a little um, need a little like advice or guidance, or our veterans who just want to share a little bit of knowledge and stuff. It's given a spot for podcasters to not feel as if oh, like almost kind of like every. Um, creative, I have to leave Jacksonville to be better. And that is one thing that I really want to talk with you about. Like, I know, I know why it started, but like, give us a little bit of background on, on Jack's podcasters unite and like, tell them, tell them like what, what your dream was with that or so. I'm trying to, all right. So our first one was, I believe April, 2018, Mm -hmm. April, 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I had brought up the, Oh, you know what? I know it is. Okay. Well, so I, I was attending, you know, like uh, Mall. Um, he does uh, every artist. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so that was like I was going to those, and then I, I want to say Ryan had started doing like one from Gam. Yeah. For uh, YouTubers and, and yeah. yeah, like he was doing some sort of Gam meetup, mm-hmm. and um, it just got me thinking about like podcasts, and I started seeing more and more like pop up, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, man, I, I think it'd be kind of cool if to to do our, you know, a a podcaster meetup to like meet other people. I ran this idea by like Ryan and, and Blythe Brumleaf. Um, and they were like real supportive. They were like, yeah, yeah, like whatever you need, let's make it happen. Uh, so the, you know, they were real critical in helping me like get the thing going. Um, and it, it was just, I, I wanted to see who would, sh- a part of it just, I wonder who would show up and what podcasts are here in town. Like I only knew so many. Yeah. Um, so when we did the event, we held it at space 42. Mm hmm. And at the time, uh, Michelle Calloway, who, who uh, runs Space 42, she had her own podcast for Space 42. So it made sense. It was like, well, you're a podcaster. Like, help me yeah, see yeah. who shows up. And I, I think we made a, we made a Facebook event page, mm-hmm. you know, shared it, like, on our individual pages. Um, and day of came, you know, I had bought some, like, food and stuff from, like, public set up tables. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to show up, up yeah. you know? I was like, man, this it's is... that this dread, be, man. Yeah, it's I was like, dread. this is the first event I've ever organized at, at this scale. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've thrown, like, sh- smaller events and little, like, parties and stuff, but this was my first networking kind yeah. of thing. So I was like, man, who the hell is going to show up? But, man, it was so impressive. Like, I think we had over, like, 30 people show up, mm-hmm. and it really opened my eyes to, like, the talent in the city, the, uh, uh, you know, like colleagues and peers. Um, it, it was it was awesome. It was like, man. And then we ended up doing it, um, you know, I think another uh, one more time in 2018. And then it mm-hmm. became quarterly in 2019. And we were able to do one event in, in 2020, 2020 before yeah. the world shut down. But, <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, that, the, the Jack's Podcasters Unite has 
man, I mean, without the short box, I'd, I wouldn't have been able to meet, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, my, my immediate circle. Then, of course, like, you know, get to know the city like that. But, yeah, the Jack's Podcasters Unite group is, is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> like a better term. It, it really is fucking awesome. Like, it's so many people that I meet there are, like, so you guys know, like, there was a point where around, like, 2020 or so, I kind of, like, I didn't say quit, but kind of took a hiatus, an extended hiatus. It really was the Unite group that got, like, kind of my spark back. And, like, I was, like, watching everybody's shows come out. We would post them, like, every Friday or so, right? And then, like, um, they'll post their new episodes and things like that. And just seeing people posting questions and people saying, hey, I need some advice for this. And, like, okay, like, there's still people out here doing it. And, like, it kind of kept me in that mode of, like, all right, I I'm going to get back to creating. But at least I have a space for say like okay if i ever feel like a a question needs to be asked something like that like it just it just makes it gives you a home for somewhere and that's really all that, that i really love about that 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 group um so another question about the community or so is your patreon you guys are a great example of what a patreon can do for not only just a show but the community of the show because we may all live different places, but the short box nation is very connected and you got, they know what's going on with the show and they know what we um, are going to be getting. Like, so you give us great bonus content. And so, so tell us your, your thoughts on the Patreon and like I said, how you feel that the community has, has also evolved with the show. Oh man. So the, the Patreon was, was, I think we, we launched it twenty. 19, 2018, one of them. Uh, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was probably like 2019. But uh, we did it because, you know, by 2019, you know, we were like six, seven, you know, years in the in, in the podcast game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just getting, you know, ex- more expensive to, like, run the show. More time, you know, we had to spend a lot more time because we were growing. We were, like, getting better. We, You know, we just needed better equipment and stuff. And... I was getting a lot of people that was like, yo, man, I want to support you guys. You don't produce enough merch, like, you know, uh, regularly. <laughs> yeah. Like, how can I go about supporting you? And I had gotten those questions a lot throughout, you know, the years of podcasting up to that point. And, um, you know, we, we started learning about, like, ways to try to monetize and, and stuff like that. And Patreon was a suggestion that I had, you know, read about and overheard. Um, and we just kind of gave it a shot. I was, like, real hesitant. Like, I could have launched – I should have launched it much sooner. Like, it was on my mm-hmm. to-do list for a long time, but – I was kind of, um, was kind of in my head about it, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, who am I to ask for, you for, know, yeah. for money from people who who do me the, fa- you know, just the 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 um You're already the honor the, of, of listening, yeah, you know. You're it's like, well, exactly, like, wow, you tune in every week to hear me ramble on about like hot, uh, comic <laughs> books and, and other, you know, silly shit. Like, thank you. That's a, that's payment enough. But, um, I eventually, you know, we just had to. I just had to pull the trigger. So I, you know, launched the Patreon. I think we did like really light promo. We mm-hmm. try not to like you know come off like yeah, we're begging, they don't, but they don't shove it in your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yo, you still get plenty of free content, but you know we we were recording more, so we had like yeah. plenty of bonus stuff, and um, it was kind of hard to fit it into um, you know the weekly format that we had going on. So it was kind of like a good idea. I was like, well, we got all this bonus stuff that we can offer. Let's see who's willing to pay for more short box stuff. You know, we're not going to change anything that we've been doing except for add on. Yeah. Um, and the and the initial response was like fantastic. It was like, yo, a bunch of people uh, signed up in that first run that were like proud. Like, finally, you know, like mm-hmm. finally, I can give you something, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was like really heartwarming stuff. And then, 
you know, um, we just kind of like just experimented. I think with our Patreon, we just were trying <laughs> a bunch of stuff. It was like, you know, sometimes it's just random kind of unfiltered uh, uh, conversations. Sometimes it's just like, I'll be honest, sometimes we were just blabbering on the mic just because <laughs> we had like some things we wanted to get off our chest. I think we tried like video stuff. We, uh, Patreon allowed us to try different stuff while still maintaining the status quo of what we had, you know, built up. Yeah, it's um, like, it's like, um, DC Mainline and DC Dark Label. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really well said. That's a great uh, comparison. Um, but, you know, we definitely don't do it for the money. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we all work full-time jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, you know, all definitely all dedicate um, time for to make the short box what it is. So the money has never been a big factor in what we do. But I will say it is it is rewarding. There is a sense of reward to be able to, you know, uh, cover the cost of, of hosting fees, you mm-hmm. know, to cover the cost of, of, of equipment, you know, purchasing it, maintaining it, upgrading it, you know, and other costs that come with it. And not just cost, but like time. It takes, yeah, it takes a, a good bit of time. of time. You know, that's time away from, you know, our loved ones, from like work, from just being able to relax on weekends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there was a sense of like rewarding and, you know, motivation, like extra motivation, like, you know what? now like there's a sense of hunger with it like you know you mm-hmm. know how many more people can we get to like support us and back us how big can we grow if we get enough people to believe in us and want to support us you know with you know with, with their with their dollars you know yeah so it's i think the patreon was needed to help kind of shape or give us a chance to experiment but it, it sharpened us yeah that's a good way to say it. like it really honed in because when you do have that that time and that effort being put into it it's so lovely seeing the appreciation given back because i always tell like said my patrons like you guys really really motivate me like i do all this like bonus content or at least i try to give you guys an extra show or whatever but like i it's so dope to just know that there's somebody out here listening or somebody who really wants to see more and yeah that's a big thing um yeah, and I, I I was telling someone uh, another podcaster this the other day um, was you know like the, the extra dollar or two someone gives mm-hmm. me a month is not a make or break it no, you no, know no. like it I honestly all of our stuff goes right back into the show mm-hmm. um, the more rewarding and and the more rewarding thing is that sense of like all right that this is the the money is nice but the motivation behind it you know the yeah. sentiment behind it is that's true I want. I want to see you continue to do this more. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, someone's out there like, man, yo, keep on. Yeah, man, that is that is dope. To, again, like I said, if you guys, we will give you all the information at the end of the podcast. Got one more question for them, and then, like I said, we'll get into, like, champion stuff and shameless plugs. So um, the main thing that I love about the short box is you guys have a steady heartbeat of hip-hop and just, like, love for music in general. I know, like I said, it's been like you, Cesar, Ed, and Ashley, and so, and I know it was like before it was Will and Walt. So, like, how, like, how pivotal is like the music of the short box? Because again, like you guys put so much into the production, and so, like, how, like, how? Tell me a little bit more about the 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 passion behind the music of the short box than anything else. I think your your the word you use is perfect. It is definitely the heartbeat. You know, it gives us a sense of like attitude. You know, it gives us like a a beat. You know, it gives us. Um, I've had a lot of compliments in the <laughs> early years just about the music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the music is fire. <laughs> well, did you listen to? Yeah, yeah, I'd skip that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the interview. Nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, 
there's a reason why we've got that. You know, well, you know, it, other than it just making sense, but there's a reason I put that music in the front. You know, that I always, anytime that we do a, and you know, sorry, mm-hmm. there's a big reason why every 50 episodes we call it a season yeah, and we yeah. switch it up. Because, yo, the music is important. Like, we want that to, to feel updated. And, you know, um, when we get, like, a new one, it feels like a different page. Oh, yeah. The short it really does. But um, it was, uh, we incorporated music, one, because the Side Hustle, which I, we really base our podcast off of heavy, mm-hmm. they used to do a music break in the middle, and they would play uh, local bands. Yeah. You know, they would just have some, like, local uh, demo or something or a song, and they'd play it. Um and since we were all like hip hop heads, me, Walt, and Drew, I was like, well, this was around the time that I had met um, uh, my good friend, Greg Parrish, um, and he was producing as well. So mm-hmm. it was like around the time I had met him, and then we started the podcast. My little brother David started producing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who happened to be like the two people who still to this day produce music for uh-huh. the show. All the music on the show is by them. But it was like a way for me to include them on this thing that we had going on. You yeah, know, I was man. like, well, if we're going to include music, like the side hustle, well, I've got some. I've got some people that we can use music. Let's contribute. Let's like keep this thing organic and grassroots. Because mm-hmm. we could have easily played, you know, the music that we were listening to at the time, and yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. to. I really wanted to like <laughs> be playing like currency or some uh, some other shit. But uh-huh. it just made sense to be like, you know what? Let's keep it all like in our circle. Yeah, and that's a big thing to to, to do because, like I said, it is um, it is important to bring the people that are with you on the journey. And that's a big thing that we've all like kind of strived for in this community as a whole. Like if there's something I know you can do or so, or something you can contribute, I'm going to put your name up first. For sure. And that is definitely, definitely something I do appreciate about, like I said, Shortbox and like all the Jack's podcasts in general. So yeah. want to go ahead and thank, Mr. Milligan, for sitting and chilling with us here in COC. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and all of mine. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and um, tell the people where they can find you. Like I said, give your give um, the shameless plugs for the show, or if you want to do your personal stuff, or ever. Yeah, for sure. Look, if you are a fan of of comic book topics, comic culture, or, or just pop culture in general, um, and you enjoy like that very genuine uh, conversational tone that you probably have with your own friends. You should be checking out the Short Box Podcast. It's available wherever you get, you know, your, it's on your favorite podcast app, if yeah. not everywhere else. Uh, just search the Short Box. And if you want to follow us on social media, uh, just search the Short Box Jax, J-A-X. Yeah, man. They Like I said, go ahead and give them a listen. Go ahead and give them a follow. They are amazing. And next to you'll be here, able to hear more about her. Um, so let's go ahead and um, champion some stuff because I, I, I want to see what, what's, on your, what's on your mind, what you really what you're feeling right now so what what is what do you have to bring for this this halftime champion season <laughs> you know i i could probably just do a um very generic umbrella and just say disney plus but I will, <laughs> I will say some of the key um marvel things um on disney plus like the 616 series mm-hmm. is fantastic you know there's an episode about um marvel legend figures yeah <laughs> which is Super dangerous if you're a fan of action figures and oh, yes. toy collecting. Yes. Because by the time that episode got done, I had like a few figures in my cart. Like, oh, I need all these action figures. Uh, but the Marvel <laughs> 616 series is, is really cool because every episode is different. There's a different topic they cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marvel Legends one was really good. There's an episode of I think, Paul Shear where he's like trying to find the most obscure Marvel comic there is. Um, another show on Disney Plus uh, would be the... 
um, that the MCU documentary that I was telling you about, which I yeah. believe is just titled The History of the MCU. <laughs> okay. But that one was really cool to watch because, um, you know, with WandaVision, it's got me kind of like nostalgic oh, for some man. of these older movies. Yeah, it really, it really did. Because like you have to remember, like you said, it, it, was, it was 2008 when this started. That's a long time ago. Yeah. And the way that it, the things have like kind of Yo, progressed. They spent a lot of time talking about that first Iron Man movie. Uh-huh. And it's it's wild to see like pictures of, of Kevin Feige or yeah, Kevin Feige, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. and um I always forget that Ke- John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau, like, yes. On set working and they look so young and it's like right? but but there's a sense of like like you could with these old clips, like man, they are documenting lightning in a bottle right now. Oh, uh, and they, like, they have know no it. idea <laughs> where this is going to lead. Like it's that was a really good watch. So I'll, I'll probably recommend any of those Marvel documentaries on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, they're worth a watch. There's one on um, Jack Kirby and Stanley that uh, I'm gonna watch next. It's like 40 minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. I definitely, um, definitely will be able to check a lot of that out. So yeah, I know for sure you guys um, may have any questions or anything for me. So go ahead and hit me up in um, in the email at wonderground at gmail.com. That's W-U-N-D-E-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. Um, and if you have any follow-up questions for Botter, I'll definitely get them over to him. Maybe you may answer them on the short box. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. So we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. I do want to thank you guys for joining me for another Creators in Color. I have been your friend, the neighbor, Nerd the Pabo, and I shall bid you adieu until next time.